You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's not too late to make someone's holiday season a special one. Start now as an Amazon delivery station warehouse associate to earn some extra money for the holidays. You'd help bring joy to thousands near you by preparing packages and loading them up for their final delivery. With night and early morning shifts available through the new year, you'd also have the flexibility to spend time with your loved ones. To start as a delivery station associate, go to Amazon.com slash Holiday Work. Amazon is a proud equal opportunity employer. Welcome back to the Practice Norwegian podcast and episode 20 of the Basic Grammar series. And this is the final episode of this series and also for the whole of the A2 level in Norwegian grammar, which is also more or less all of the grammar in Norwegian. So... Today, we're going to look at two topics. One is a small one, another, the other one is a bit bigger. And the first one is the, the words da and nor. We do want to say when. So the simple rule is this. If you mean once in the past, you're talking about a specific episode or a period of your past, you would say da. For all the other uh, ways of using when in English, you would say nor. So as an example, if you want to say when I was four years old, if you start then with the right uh, version of when, good, da, da jeg var fire år. This was once in the past, when I was four years old. Next one, when I went to school. This is also considered like one episode or one period of your past. So then if you want to fill in the first word would be, good, da, da jeg gikk på skolen, when I went to school. And then if you want to say, when you study, you learn a lot. So if you start with the when you study, would you pick da or når? Good, når. <laughs> når man studerer, kan man, uh, lærer man mye. So når man studerer, lærer man mye. And then the only little challenge is if you talk about something in the past that happened repeatedly. And often this is just decided by one little word. So in this case, if you want to say, when she sat on the bus, she was always listening to music. So when she was on the bus, she was always listening to music. The always makes it a repeated event in the past. 
So then, if you fill in the first gap then, this is not once in the past, it's repeated, so then you have to start with Når. Når hun satt på bussen, hørte hun alltid på musik. Some people was, might say da, but the, the correct one is Når. Når hun satt på bussen, hørte hun alltid på musik. Okay, so that's topic one. The second topic is a bigger one. And this is um, uh, this is about the helping verbs in the past. It's not exactly the same as English. It's not the same as, in, for example, Italian or a Latin language. So we're going to give you some examples and, and explain like the broader general rules of how to use this. Uh, so first, if you want to just um, have the form, so can is kunne, like can and could, vil, ville, will and would, må, måtte, must and <laughs> had to, uh, since you don't have any forms in English, like musted, so it's like had to, and then skal or skulle does not mean, it means shall and then we're going to do something. We'll, we'll have some examples on this. Uh, because skulle does not mean should. The word for should in Norwegian is bør and burde. That just means should and should, but there are two different versions of should. One is a hypothetical one. One is a more uh, kind of you, you, you're taking a position where you can tell somebody what they should do. <laughs> and the other one is just a, a hypothetical suggestion. But we will show this in examples. So first one. Hun kunne ikke komme fordi hun var syk. She could not come because she was ill. So kunne is straightforward, the same as English. Hun kunne ikke komme fordi hun var syk. Han ville ikke være med på fjellet. Han ville ikke være med på fjellet. He did not want to, to join to, for the mountain trip. Være med is uh, like be with, but it means to join. So ville ikke, like he didn't want to. Then, de måtte vaske opp før middag. They had to wash or do the dishes before dinner. Like, de må vaske opp, they have to. De måtte, they had to. And then, de skulle til Finland i fjor sommer. So, this here is one, like, just a huge difference from English. This does not mean they should go to Finland. It means, like, they were supposed to go to Finland last summer. And then it keeps hanging in the air but it didn't happen and you wonder why. So if someone says, this skulle reise til Finland i fjor, it's like you, you're waiting for the rest. Mm -hmm. So, and then what happened? Why didn't they go? So that's the skulle. Another example is, de skulle hjem før det ble mørkt. They were supposed to go home before dark. And then still you wonder, but what happened? They did not do it and why didn't they do it and so on. And then we get the English should, if you say, han burde spise mer grønnsaker, that would mean he should eat more vegetables. But it's just a hypothetical. It's like, it wouldn't be nice, but you're not telling anyone like what to do. You're just <laughs> saying it out as a, as a suggestion. If you say, han bør spise mer grønnsaker, it kind of assumes that you're in a position like a parent or a doctor or someone who could give an advice and say that you should really do this. Uh, so, bør could, some people could react to bør and think who, like, <laughs> like uh, why are you telling me this? But if you say burde, it's just like more a friendly suggestion. So it's, it's a bit important to know the difference. Uh, 
så another example if you want to say Ole burde spille mer musik that would mean it would have been nice hypothetically if Ole played a bit of music but if you say Ole bør spille mer musik you kind of saying that it's it's best for him and he really should do it so that's uh, just know this difference and burde is like if you're not sure just use burde to say should okay so those are some examples uh, and then to just repeat the meaning so skulle in Norwegian means you had a plan but it didn't happen so it we're going to something burde is a mild or a polite form of bør and they're both the present time it doesn't mean like he should have done this last year it just means so burde is <laughs> this is complicated burde is the past tense of bør but it refers to the present as a hypothetical. So it's, you can think of it more as just a phrase. It's just an expression. And then ville is wanted to. And it's also used for hypothetical future. Like det ville være fint, like it would have been nice if and something. Det ville være. Okay, so uh, towards the end here, we're going to have some fill-ins. If you want to say, when I was little, I could not speak Italian. So when I was little, be da jeg var liten. And then if you want to try to say could, good, kunne. So da jeg var liten, kunne jeg ikke snakke italiensk. And next one, uh, Peter should eat less hamburgers. And you're saying it as a suggestion, like a polite hypothetical suggestion. So then you say Petter, and then good, burde. Petter burde spise mindre hamburgere. And then next one is they were going to travel, but she became ill. So then de, and then the right form of, or what you would say for we're going to, de skulle reise, men hun ble syk. They were going to travel, but she fell ill, became ill. And then they had to pack the suitcase the evening before. So D and something, pakke kofferten kvelden før. So if you want to say had to, mm-hmm. måtte. So you can just remember, had to means måtte. De måtte pakke kofferten kvelden før. If you say they have to, you would say de må pakke kofferten, and then you just flip it to past tense, de måtte pakke kofferten kvelden før. And the last one is, uh, Frederick wanted to eat tacos every Friday. So wanted to, Frederick and the gap, spise taco var fredag. So if you want to say want, he wants to, you would say vil spise, and then you put it in the past, he, he wanted, he becomes Frederick. Good, ville spise taco var fredag. Okay, so. That's all about the past tense of the helping verbs. It's a little bit complicated because it's different from, from every language, like between different languages as well. So it's more like knowing some of them are the same as English. Some are just expressions, set phrases that you can remember. And then you can just uh, gradually you will see and hear and read more and more uh, examples. And then you get a sense of it. Okay, so that also concludes this whole series. 
So if, if you made it so far and go through any, every episode, congratulations. And also thank you so much for, for the listening and spending a bit of time on this. Um, it's been a joy to go through all of this. And uh, also uh, just want to say thank you so much to everybody and see you again soon. You need a work schedule that fits your life. And Amazon has shifts that help you make the best use of your time. Whether you're a night owl, early bird, weekend warrior, or somewhere in between, discover the benefits of thinking outside the 9 to 5. You decide whether to seize the day or the night so you can get back to what matters most. Go to Amazon.com shifts to learn more. That's Amazon.com S-H-I-F-T-S. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.